This podcast is brought to you by the Specialty Produce Network. How do you like our music show? Uh, salsa. Huh? <laughs> no. <laughs> Sassy. Hello, and welcome to the Diva Lounge. We're here, episode number 32. Uh, we have Chef Mark Kropchinski. This guy has really been around the block. He comes with a lot of rules. He's so interesting. <laughs> He's been in the kitchen since he was 15. Mm-hmm. He graduated from CIA in Hyde Park. Yes. And then he interned and studied in France. Did two stages in Europe. Wow. What, which ones? Where, where were they? At Le Cote Saint-Jacques in Joigny and Le Cote de, uh, de Longchamp in Paris. Wow. Oh, my. They were at the same time. I, you know, I had a consulting chef. That was over there, and when I was at the Le Meridian, Rene Herbeck was my ah, chef yeah. at that time, and he had promised to get me to go to France, and I thought, oh, yeah, sure, really. Uh-huh. I've heard this story before. <laughs> so, uh, so lo and behold, you know, a year goes by, a year and a half goes by, two years go by. Rene comes up to me one day, hey, Mark, uh, you're all set up. You're going to be going in two months from now. Did you get your passport? <laughs> like I asked. Thinking, <laughs> like I asked. Uh, <laughs> Uh, no. He says, well, you better go get it. Now you got to get it rushed and you better get the passport so you can go to uh, Europe and uh, get it. Two How old days. were you at that time? Uh, 28. Oh, young. Yeah. So it was a good age. Yeah, it was a good age. I was a sous chef at uh, Marius at the time. So I had a lot of experience yeah. already going there. Uh-huh. So uh, it wasn't overwhelming. It was a great opportunity. And that way I was able to work with everybody. So, mm. so when I went there, mm-hmm. uh, the people that were working there, I just sort of, I helped them, everybody. And they just had, at that moment said, well, you know, no, it was nice to have in you because you helped us. Most of the people just sort of watch us. They're afraid to jump in. Uh, I, I just thought, well, I, I'm not going to stand around for two weeks. I'll fall asleep. You know, I, I need to be active. I'm one of these people, if, if I'm not doing something, uh, uh-huh. I'm falling asleep. Oh my God. Yeah. You were, you had some experience. Now, how long were you in France for? I was just there for a little over two and a half weeks. Oh, okay. So it was just like every day. Like a crash course. It's, you're there You're there from 8.30 in the morning. You take a break in the afternoon for about an hour, and then you come back at night. So it's a, it's a double every day. Oh, my God. And oh, you yeah. always knew this was your passion? Uh, you know, I started cooking when I, I was, got in the kitchen when I was 15. My mother called me. She was a waitress at a restaurant. Oh. So she called me, and, and you know, I was working – with my uh, dad in the summer at an oil refinery where they, you know, blended oils in Detroit. And I worked with him in the summertime, go back to school. I can't work anymore. You know, I liked, I was a kid that liked money. I didn't care how I got the money. I wanted money. (laughs) He's Uh, a hard worker. It's all about money. Yeah, rule number one. (laughs) Love money. Uh, So so at that point, I mean, I'm not working or anything. Uh My mom calls me, hey, they need a dishwasher. Do you want a dishwasher? And I said, yeah, sure. It doesn't matter to me. I'll, I'll do it. So uh, I said, when do you need me? She says, well, get your dad to drive you down here right now. Uh-huh. I go, cool. And I, so I'll just, uh, that's it. I start dishwashing 15 years old. And, and then uh, I thought, ah, this dishwashing thing's uh, it's making money. That's cool. Uh-huh. But the, the cooks, they, that looks cool. That looks more uh-huh. fun over there. Uh-huh. And uh, that looks cool. So I started helping the, the late guy. Doing the short order food at that place, so there was a a restaurant, and then they had a lounge, and the lounge was busy, and they used to serve food up until like two o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. And I'm helping the the one guy that does all that lounge food, and the regular cooks just hate doing that stuff. 
So the guy gets sick, doesn't show up for work. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I said, hey, I'll do it. You know, I'll do my dishwashing and then I'll just pick up all the orders that come in as, as the night goes on. So I just started picking up those orders and I think I did it for like three months. And the owners look at me, owner's sister who was uh-huh. running the place. Um, hey, uh, Mark, how old are you? 15. Yeah. <laughs> Hustling. Yeah, we know you're 15. So at that point, they're like, uh, you can't do this anymore. Uh-oh. I'm thinking, 15-year-old, I'm crushed. Uh-huh. Crushed. They're saying, you got to just go back to dishes until you're 16. Uh-huh. So like, Are you serious? Uh-huh. Hey, listen, I ain't going to sue anybody. I'm just, just, let me do it. Yeah. You know, I'll do both. So, uh, hmm. so you know, they had nothing of that, uh, you know, workers' comp and so on, even uh-huh. back then. And then on my 16th birthday, boom, hotline. Wow. Hotline graduated. From, yeah, boom. <laughs> they just I, threw you in there. Executive and chef. The, <laughs> I looked. At, I looked at the. Uh, it was the the chef at the place. He uh-huh. he said to me, "So Mark, we're gonna. I'm gonna put you on the line." And I think uh, Carl, you know, I don't know how to do any of this stuff. He's you'll be fine. He goes, "Just listen to me, mm-hmm. and uh, I'll walk you through everything, and you're you're gonna be fine. Don't worry. Just just follow me." And so that was it. You know, I started hotline sixteen at a real restaurant cooking real wow. food. Uh, I remember being 17 years old, opening up the restaurant, throwing the prime ribs in the oven. Uh, you know, I'd have to Crazy. walk across the street to grab the keys from the owner's sister, uh, undo the alarm. And that was just... Uh, Every, everything yeah, about just, the kitchen. Yeah, just something, you know, I guess I was responsible that enough. That is a great story. Yeah, it was, it was just pretty... Makes me laugh when yeah. I think about it. <laughs> makes and then, me laugh listening to it. <laughs> and then, Well, then you go back and you think... You know, you're 17 and uh-huh. thinking, what the heck am I going to do when I, yeah, you know, when I'm, when I'm older, thinking, I can't, I can't do this for a living. You know, I got to do something. The chef thing. I didn't even realize. Okay. You I didn't could even, be a chef. I didn't even realize there was executive uh-huh. chef at 17 years old. Uh-huh. Running hotels and yeah. uh, doing all the things I've done. It's just mind blowing. I never in my life thought I would make, you know, I make good living. And, and I, now tell, tell everybody where you are right now. U.S. Grand. Oh, I'm at the U.S. Grand Hotel, the executive chef at the U.S. Grand Hotel. I've been there for 10 years now. 10 years. Yes. Yeah. My yeah. God. Running it. It's a great hotel, downtown yeah. San Diego. Beautiful hotel. I mean, my- Historical. My historical. They've remodeled it. They re- they did a refresh on it just last year. So place looks amazing. It's yeah, a cool. Yeah. It's a cool building. And well, a lot of history in the building, too. Absolutely. Well, I'm just so happy that you're here because- I get to personally work with you, you know, because of what I do with account manager. Jealous. So um, just to be able to have you here and talk to you, and I've had the opportunity to just sit with you and just talk to you and just your experiences. I mean, what you've been through in the kitchens, you know, as a as a cook. I mean, what has been one of the most, one of the experiences that has stood out the most for you? And I know it's it's so, because your career is so extensive. extensive. I'm sure it's so hard, but if there's one thing. You know, what has all, been that? It's always tough. There's there there's been some really cool things that I've done. I'd, if you'd say what was the, the most amazing dinner I've ever cooked? Yes. Uh, I was at the Four Seasons. I was the dining room chef. Mm-hmm. The in uh, Newport Beach. In Newport Beach. Mm-hmm. So I'm the pavilion chef, and the executive chef uh, came up to me and said, "Do you want to do a Shen dinner?" And in the Shen dinner, it's going to be like 17 courses. Uh-huh. We're going to have the wow. Ritz Carlton help out with some of the courses, and then we're going to do the rest. He says you're in charge of everything. You know you're going to do everything. I, you know, you're going to organize the the back of the house. So 
Uh, you know, I've done other dinners when I was uh, with the with the Four Seasons mm-hmm. up there, and and I would help out banquets on VVVIP events. And every time he'd put me with, give me these people, and I'm like, listen, I, don't give me those guys. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Gonna, gonna, please, I love it. They're not, they're not gonna. <laughs> yeah. They're not gonna sit there and do what I want. It's just an argument the whole time. Uh huh. <laughs> so if that's the case, then I get, I get, I get, I pick him. Uh huh. So I'll take Paulie. And I'm and uh, Jean Christophe. That's who I want. That's who's going to work with me. Uh-huh. More roles, <laughs> you know, because they're going to do exa- They're going to yeah. do what I want, and they're not going to. They're not going to argue. Or they're not going to say they got a better way. They're just going to. They're just going to do what's. And they're good. They're great. They're good quality guys too. Mm-hmm. But they're going to. They're not going to question. They're they're uh-huh. going to just say okay. I get it. Mm-hmm. So we chef. Yeah, that was it. So we ended up to just. Wrote so we got we had uh, I think we had fifteen courses on our part from this dinner. Wow! wow. And uh, we just rotated every third course was someone else was up, and then start cooking as soon as you got your course up. So it was this extensive menu. Uh huh. If you look on my wall, there's a picture on the back. Uh huh. In your office in my at office. the at the hotel. If you flip that picture over, uh huh. That's the menu. Wow. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, so I saved it. You know, uh-huh. oh, we, so cool. we framed it and stuff like that. It was just one of those, the coolest uh, dinners I've done. But then, you know, I've got to do, I think, three demos with Julia Child. Wow. Oh, yeah. I, I got to meet Paul Bocuse and did a dinner, a, a collaboration dinner. I did everything, but he comes in and checks everything out. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, it's just pretty cool. It's Paul Bocuse. Yes. Know? I mean, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and then just the crazy things. I mean, uh, you the know, the Diva Lounge. The, the Diva Lounge is really up there. You know, I was really thinking Thank that. You, you know, like, that's the highlight. This is the highlight. You know, recently you were on NBC. They they were um, talking about your um, the award you won in two thousand and seventeen. Oh yeah, the- because ladies and gentlemen, mm-hmm. twice in a row, San Diego. Two times. He has been the chef of the fest. Yeah, for yeah, the San Diego been, uh, Bay. Food and Wine Festival. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah, we try to put out a quality product. Uh, now, after, I mean, this, now after everything you've been through, I'm sure there's been recognitions, and now you're at this point in your life, you know, more mature. To be able to compete in these events, how do you feel about, do you feel like, oh, God, I'm going against all these, like, new, Young kids. great <laughs> chefs, or, or what's, like, your mentality going into these events? You know, I put more pressure on myself to perform than I worry about the competition. Okay. It's more about mm-hmm. hey, we're going there and we can't look foolish and I and we can't we've got to look good. So, you can't sit there and think you're going to win every time. Yeah, you know, that's a, that's a challenge to be the winner every time. But we can what well, we can promise to put out a cool dish and something that's going to be of high quality, and that's really what we try to do. And and it's it's not about oh this is going to be easy, so let's do something easy. Uh-huh. I don't want to work hard. You know, I look at the, the people that come with me; they're like, "Oh, this is going to be hard." Like, <laughs> yeah, okay, let's figure out how we're going to do this. You're talking now. about the the guys in the kitchen, your your sous chefs, the cooks. Oh yeah, yeah, the team. Da- David, who's yeah. been with me for now six years, yeah. David's crazy. So David will say, "Yeah, we can do it. We can do it. We can do it. We can do it." <laughs> I mean, there's never anything. It's like, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll figure it out. And 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 we have a motto. One of the mother mottos in the kitchen is, yes. uh, you know, don't worry about it. We'll figure it out when we cross that bridge. I tell that to everybody. David David has heard it so many times. We're like, okay, let's write it down right now, and we'll figure it out later. Uh-huh. Don't worry about it. We'll figure it out. I love that. You know, so in in writing it down, you give yourself a challenge. Uh huh. 
And, you know, you might have to tweak it a little bit. But you know what? You figure it out later. We did. I mean, I see that we have this uh, morel mushroom and white asparagus. Dinner. Uh, yes, right. which is definitely something we also want to point out that you've got tasting menu. We got taste- ta- yeah, yeah, starting on, I think it's the... Twenty seventh. Uh, is it the whatever March. Wednesday? Is it is that the twenty seventh? March twenty seventh. I think I I might have pulled it back till the Wednesday. I don't know if Tuesday is the twenty seventh or what's what actual oh, Mark, calendar date is. I think it's the twenty eighth. I moved to the twenty eighth. And it goes on through um Yeah, it's the twenty eighth. April second. Yeah. yeah so, right. Yeah, to April second. So the twenty eighth through the through the second. And you know, here here we'll write a menu and uh-huh. you know So is this kinda like what you do for like these Tasting menus. Tasting menus. Yes, yeah, it's, yes. it's something that uh, Phil and David, you know, promote the restaurant. Do something different, right? Unique mm. ingredients. Coming up with things that are really unique. I'd say even just unique, but just really seasonal. Yeah. I mean, the white asparagus. You know. Hmm. I'm not getting it from you. Oh no, <laughs> Jesus! Jesus! To a commercial. We'll be back in five. Though. <laughs> We gotta from, take a break. I know, right? <laughs> anyway, anyways, morel mushrooms. It's coming from Holland. Actually, Ooh. the white asparagus is coming from Holland. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So it it only lasts like two months, if that. And you know, we're, so that's one of these things. And the morels are about this time of year, yeah. also, so we can get those mm-hmm. guaranteed. So it's something unique that's very, very seasonal that we can get, and that's what we figure we'll play with it. So now all of a sudden, so we're using these savory ingredients, and it's dessert course. And so what do you do for dessert when you got these crazy things? I mean, it's tough. Oh, so, wow. So this is where we get real creative and we start blurting out stuff mm-hmm. uh-huh. in, a, in a little sit down. Just writing it down and then whatever writing it works. Down and, and then we'll start playing with it to make sure it works. Because this one is this uh, morel, mush, morel mushroom and honey souffle. That's yeah. the one I saw that looked delish. And with it, candied white candied asparagus. White asparagus. Wow. That just sounds so Fancy, like so I sw- elegant. So, so we, so, so last week I got a, you know, get a case of asparagus in. We start testing things. This uh-huh. is, you know, hey, we're like, okay, come on, let's test these things out because I never made them. This, uh, so it's a first time. It's first time. Yeah. Wow. So, oh so we'll experiment. So this yeah, is an experiment. Yeah. This, you know, for two weeks to make sure everything's, we're going to roll it out and it's going to taste good. So we did this uh, honey. Uh, the honey and the morel uh-huh. uh, souffle. I uh-huh. mean, I, you know, here's a little tad for you guys. Uh-huh. Uh, you had that honey powder. Uh-huh. So we used the honey powder in the souffle. Uh-huh. And then I took uh, the morels and we dried them up, grabbed the dried morels, uh-huh. put them in a food processor, chopped them all, made a powder with it. That's what we're using for our base. It worked Crazy. out. Worked out amazing. I was wow. like, you were you yeah, like, well, it's sort of cool I, when you when you got these ideas and you're like, okay, this is what I think, and this is how much we're going to put in it. This is the, the quantities, and it comes out the first time. You're like, oh god, that's pretty good. That was it. We dialed it in right away, so that's cool. Let's move on to the next thing. Okay, we got to tune it up to make it, you know, rise a little a little cleaner. But as far as the flavor, texture, everything was fine. Everything worked out. So we're moving on to the next thing, you know, which which was going back to the lobster menu. Yes. So when we did the lobster oh menu. Oh, my God, yes, which Julie and I yeah. came to. We did, okay. We yeah, did, we, and you fish for that lobster which, yourself. Yes. Yeah, which guy diving. You yeah, are a well, diver. I, I, yeah, I free dive I mean, for lobster. I, I mean, at, on top of everything that you've done, in, I mean, as a chef in the culinary world, you That's are killer. a diver. You're a fisherman. Yeah, I love, I love free diving and fishing. I love the outdoors. I love, I love a challenge. Uh-huh. You know, uh-huh. an athletic challenge. I mean, I don't I don't free dive. I don't use tanks. I just sort of breath hold. 
So it's free diving. And I've seen ah. the pictures of these lobsters that you cat. It, yeah, I get some nice ones. Huge. Yeah, how do you bring them up? They're like <laughs> huge, 50 pounds or something. No, they're, I mean, the biggest – last year I caught a seven-and-a-half-pounder. Uh, and it's just when you're trying to get this thing in this bag. <laughs> Underwater. Well, at this point, you're, you're when you got a big one, seven-and-a-half-pounder, I caught an eight-and-a-half-pounder a couple of years ago. Literally, it's almost you got to come out of the water – and you got to just just try to cram it into the bag because fighting it, you. Isn't well, they just it? don't. They just get their claw their their legs out. They uh-huh. have claws, but their legs out, and they don't. They want to go in the bag easily. I mean, oh, I'm sure. So you get a big they're old, fighting their way. Get a challenge. Big old monster. Loves it's fun. A challenge. So it's talk fun, yeah. talk about um, getting your liking to get like again this the whole direct from the source. You know your ingredients like because you know the fish, you know the lobster, you're going to know how to. Uh, just it, well, it's just one of those things. It's it's a passion. Yeah, it's something I do. Uh, you know, it goes back to when I was uh, even at the Four Seasons and the executive chef at that time said, "Hey, Mark, you go you go diving for these lobsters all the time. Uh-huh. You know, you're doing it all over the place, right?" And I said, "Yeah, I, we got to get it on the menu. That's ah. so that's so cool that you go out diving for these yeah, things. Yes, and, and 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 they would see me bring in bags of." Heads in, we make a lobster bisque with. So, so everybody, everybody knew I'm catching lobsters because I'm bringing bags of the heads to you know I throw them in my freezer at home. I mean, totally probably illegal. No, now stop that. Uh, but uh, okay, we're but, gonna cut that out. No. That was the four seasons. That was 20 years ago. Nobody okay. can go to jail for something 20 years ago. Uh, what? What happened? You never know. So, <laughs> so now, you know, now talking about we as as we were Julie and I were reading your philosophy in the kitchen. To keep things, you know, simple. I, yeah, I, I do. Get I, I, elegant. You know, we try to keep it uh, to what it is. I hate, I hate masking something. Here we're buying great ingredients, and and sometimes think manipulating it so it doesn't taste or doesn't look like it is. That that to me isn't just my style. I don't know if it's because I've been around a while. That's classical training. I mean, I've mm. trained with Germans, Swiss, mm-hmm. and French. Is is the bulk of my training, and that's what uh, I think I believe in flavor. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it's hard for me to uh, be changing and manipulating, and you don't taste it. So I like the real taste of the food, and and keeping it clean and simple. The flavor is clean and simple. Presentation should be elegant. You know, presentation has changed so much in yeah. thirty something years. Yeah, I know? bet. So, so what we do today, and what we did. You know, when I first started 40 uh-huh. years ago. It's 40 years ago. I mean, I can't believe it. <laughs> that was a long what? time ago, that Chef. That was yesterday, Mark. Chef. That yeah. was yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, you know, keeping updated presentations and using some new techniques. I mean, we didn't have sous vide back then. Yeah. But I don't use it that often, but we were using it with a spiny lobsters because if you're cooking those things at 140 for 20 minutes, they're perfect. Mm. They turn out perfectly cooked. So uh, it does have its uh, applications. Mm-hmm. Now, you, I'm sure you. there's a lot. And I mean, I know like Phil, he's so young, one of your, your cooks at the... Yeah, Phil the sous chef. Phil, Phil the sous chef. Oh, yeah. yeah and I uh, love Phil. Does he ever like just tell you like, wow, Chef Mark, like I really look up to you. Like, do you get that like from from like the young cooks? Do, when, do they ask you for advice or, or do they try to tell you? Uh, yeah. Like, or oh, do yeah, they sometimes they tell me what, what to do. do. Yeah. <laughs> like, you don't know what you're talking about. They Chef. say that. Oh, yeah. No, when, they, when they come up with something new for the menu and it's great. Yes. It's great to get them involved in yes. the menu with new ideas mm-hmm. and they'll make stuff for me all the time. 
and and I'll start picking it apart. And, it, <laughs> and, and if they haven't ever gone through it before, mm-hmm. they're just faces like this. Man, they're just crushed. Uh-huh. Uh, and the people that have been through it, they'll say, no, listen, listen, just go with it. Just go with it. Don't worry about that your idea isn't perfect. That's okay. Just go with it and just listen, listen to where he's going. You know, it's your idea. He's just going to – he might steer it around. Tweak it, yeah. But wait till it's done. And just just keep going with the flow. You're going to come up with something really cool when it's all done. And so if the people that have been through it, they're fine with it. If they've never done it, sometimes they're crushed because this is their creation. This is their yeah. little baby. So mm-hmm. just one yeah. of those one mm-hmm. of those things. It wow. just comes mm. and goes. Uh, so – I don't know if that answered that one. Yeah, well, I, I was right. Yeah, because I mean, I'm, I'm sure we're like you say, you're so old school French technique, and now we see a lot of, you know, a lot of Mexican flavors, a lot of Asian flavors, a lot of. Do you take yeah, from those two? Those few? No, but you said you don't. You like it, just keeping it simple. I, I keep it simple, but you know, Phil's Phil has a Korean background. Yes, so I, I, I let him. You know, he wants to play with the uh, the gochujang and stuff like that. Totally. Totally, I let him. I let him put it in a dish. Uh, we had Veronica that wanted to put some uh, Hispanic flair into yeah. the bison dish uh-huh. uh, with the mole. Hey, yeah. if, it tastes, <laughs> if it tastes good and we've done it right, then sure. Sure. Why not? Yeah. yeah, why not? Why not? We So, I mean, we have – there's a little bit of taste and everything. Right now we have uh, something uh, – Leslie's uh, Puerto Rican. Uh-huh. So she wanted to make this – uh, thing with plantains, you know, I I, I don't like plantains, <laughs> but uh, rule number four. I'm not just kidding. We're, we're but, all of them today. But but when she made it, uh-huh. she made it. I thought, hey, this is good. This wow. is good. That's cool. Let's you can go with it. Let's do it. Let's do it. I like it. This this works out really well. I just want to make sure they're cooked all the way through, so they don't have that raw taste to them, and they're and they're, yeah. they're tasting great. You know that it's not just like those raw. Plantains that have just a lot of starch flavor to them. So if they're cooked all the way through and they're sweet and they got a nice crisp, then it's great. It's great, but you just gotta you gotta pull it off. Yeah. You can't just do something because I'm Polish, so I gotta do something <laughs> Polish. Uh, it's gotta work. It's gotta work. It's gotta be really good. And well, if, and then and then open game. Yeah. Nice. Go. Well, I can't wait for um, oh yeah this for this dinner. dinner. We're um, giving definitely. away free tickets to it too. Oh, really? Yeah. Ooh. 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 Thank Did you, you Roger the Harrington. <laughs> Roger, he's so good. No, but definitely us. give you give your guys to all our listeners and those watching us. Give yourselves the chance to go down to the US Grant and try these amazing dinners. Again, going on from March twenty eighth, Wednesday. Yeah. Wednesday, March twenty eighth through April second. Yeah. Now that's the Morel and White Asparagus dinner. That's it. Yeah. So we'll have that. I mean, you're going to have the regular dining room menu yes. going on. This is just a special mm-hmm. that we've, nice. that we're going to be running. I, uh, what we have already done this, you know, over this, you know, let's say the past six months, uh-huh. we did a, a truffle. Yes. We had truffles in, uh, in January. White truffles, right? What, uh, white and dark. We had oh, all, wow. Oh, wow. We had uh, the winter truffles and we had white truffles. Uh huh. And then we did that lobster one. What I was telling on that lobster one was awesome. when we made that, uh, the original dish was supposed to be, a Tahitian squash and lobster cake. Well, when I when I uh, started thinking about it, I talked to David and Phil and thinking, you know, that's not what I want to do. I don't think that's going to work. I'm thinking, I, I I don't know why I got this on my mind. Or, or actually, I do. I've, I've, I've take it back. I'm going to do a lobster caramel sauce. 
Mm, which I tried and it which was, was delicious. Which was really good. Even oh my, my wife, my, my wife said she had it and she says, wow, she goes, that's really good. She goes, you should do that for the uh, San Diego Food Festival. <laughs> uh-huh. That's so did good. You? No, I didn't. No, <laughs> we did, we did hey, that salmon. next year, coming up. <laughs> no. So, uh, so when, and when she says it's good, uh, she's super, you know, you think I'm picky. You know, my wife, she's oh, even yeah. pickier. Chef Yuri, love her. Yeah, she's picky. <laughs> I love uh, it. <laughs> I love it. No, well, we can't, like I said, we can't wait. Um, Wednesday. Those Wednesday, and then you have there's another dinner, right? The sh- soft shell crab in a barrical pork. Okay, oh, and wait. that's they're going to start in May. That's end that's of May. In May, yeah, May to Beginning. June. Beginning. Yeah. So, how May. often you are you like every what? Every three months? Every two months? Just when you feel or like when, it, or seasonally? We're, we're we're looking at it seasonally. Okay. We're trying to switch it up. I mean, last year we also did a wagyu. We had a five wagyu from Japan. Nice. That oh, was my. the that was the highlight at, uh-huh. at that one dinner. And we're doing it. We're trying to do it for seven to ten days. You know, really right. keeping it open of our, as far as our timing. It's not like it's going to last five days or whatever. It's sort of. I just look at the calendar. You know, it's one of those things. You just throw darts at the calendar. And right. Say, oh, this day. Yeah, we're going to end it this day. Let's start this day. Let's end it this day. It sounds good to me. Now tickets. How do people get their tickets? How are we going to win those tickets? Uh, well, no, it's not like tickets. Th- just just make oh, a reservation. Tickets. Yeah. No, just reservation. Also, just go online. Oh, just make a reservation because you're going to call or online, open table, open table. Because you can you can choose the dinner if you wish. Okay. Or you can just come and have the regular menu. Or ah. let's say there's you have a party of four and two people don't want to have the dinner. Oh, and then two people don't have to have the dinner. Oh, ah, perfect. That's even okay. better. It's just it's just like having a special on the menu. Ah, okay. In, in, in this way, in this way for us, we're pushing something new, we're trying yeah. different things. Gets the staff excited, excited seeing something new. Oh. That pushes us too. Makes you, you know, makes us stronger. Yeah. You know, if we if you don't ever try anything, well, then you don't get any better. Well, I just think it's amazing that you just you continue to do that, like challenge yourself. You know, it, it, and just keep working on new new things, new flavors, and taking also from, like, your younger cooks and the new generations as they change. It's important to change. You know, in this industry, uh, somebody I worked with 10 years ago, he owned his own restaurant, mm-hmm. uh, Tom Scarmolino. And he said to me, you know, when he owned his restaurant, he said, you know, you just got to keep reinventing yourself every oh, yeah. single year. He goes, that's the only way you make it in this industry. And when he said that, I thought, you know, that's so true. I mean, you can't – you constantly have to be – Pushing yourself to say, so what can I do different now? You know, it's it's easy to get complacent and not change, but you've got to force yourself to do these things and to keep yourself relevant. Yeah, you know, got to keep going with the changes, and that's why I like to uh, let the new staff, mm-hmm. you know, the new cooks, hey, push, push yeah, the envelope, see what they change, yeah. push the envelope, push me, you know, yeah, yeah go for it, or go inspire you, inspire or, me, yeah, yeah, give me some, give me, give me something different to think about. I mean, we we're. Our holiday buffets. I don't know if you've stopped in for one of your holiday I've buffets. I've been to yet. the um, oh, you the were. Easter. The Easter. Oh my God! And let me tell you guys, if you guys haven't been to either Easter or Thanksgiving, is huge. Thanksgiving, Easter, or Mother's M- Mother's Day, Day and, tea, which is and our Mother's Day and the and our teas. Oh Mother's my God! Day's coming up, too. yes. Yeah, it's we're doing the our most Mother's Day tea. Beautiful, beautiful setting. Now, now at, when we do our teas, I we will sit down in the office. We'll have a it's almost a joke when we're writing these menus we'll laugh and like oh pushing the envelope hey guys today we're all having tea we're gonna well we're gonna have a meeting and, oh. and we're what what are we gonna make this tea what's the theme of the tea oh wow i, I as we've been writing i've been writing menus for a long time mm-hmm. uh-huh. I, I realize when i have a theme to work off of it sort of 
pigeonholes me into a, a mindset. And if I use that, I can come up with a real creative menu by using specific ingredients and keep it very seasonal. And it, it pushes it pushes us. So, you know, we'll just go into the storeroom. We'll go into the walk-in. We'll, we'll see what kind of cheese we have. We'll see what type of spices, what type of um, – if it, we have vanilla, whatever, and we'll start trying things as we're sitting down uh, to make sure they're going to go together. Uh, David will be with me, my executive sous chef, mm-hmm. the banquet chef Juan now is mm-hmm. involved Juan in that. Juan Cervantes. So, Big shout out. Yeah, so we'll end up to you know the, sit in the office and just trying trying all these things together, and I'm saying, okay, this is this is it. I just remember the crazy one as I looked at David and uh-huh. we're doing a vanilla tea and. Uh, I looked at David and I said, okay, David, get me some Dijon mustard, some vanilla, and pear. And he, and he just gave me this look like, you're out of your mind. <laughs> Probably. Uh, <laughs> Give it to me. I said, so go, go, go get that because I, I, I think this is it. I think this is the one. I got this is what I and, – and Is it just experience? Is it, it just – It's just – no, you know, it's, it's experience of trying things okay, and having yes. an idea. And you know – uh, it's been around a long time. Yeah, it worked before. <laughs> you know, so so that's what. So all of a sudden, we he comes back. Uh-huh. He's got this weird looks and look on his like face. He's crazy. Like you're crazy. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing, but whatever. Right. And uh, we slice the pear, take the uh, the mustard and the vanilla bean, and he's like, "Oh wow, that's really good." Uh-huh. Yeah, I go. That is that. That worked out better than I thought. I wasn't uh-huh. sure, but I I don't know why I thought it. It's just one. It's just one of those things. You just sometimes just go with a hunch and. You're tasting a bunch of different things, and something pops up in your mind that this is this is going to work. And wow. uh, that was one of the ones we did with the vanilla tea, mm-hmm. one of the one of the teas. So so you so we'll we have the theme. Uh, you know, we, we write all these menus constantly. So I so what, you're always changing. My, yeah. So I don't even know what my theme for this Mother's Day is. For oh. the Mother's Day tea. I'd have mm. to look it up. Whatever. Okay. Whatever I thought we're you doing. wanted us to come up with something. Oh yeah, we could. We already, <laughs> already <laughs> did. Next year. Hey, right. next year. Yeah. Call us next so, year. Like the yeah, around Craig. Let's so, come up with the theme. So so it's sort of sort of like that with when we come up with these dinners nice. uh, that we're doing. It's it's a theme dinner where we're trying to work with certain things and make make a dinner with it. And then you said you said even with our brunches. Yes. So on our brunch for for Easter, Easter or whatever it is. So yes, every. Uh, every time we sit down on the menu, everybody knows. They say, uh, "Chef, how about ham?" And I, say, <laughs> <laughs> and I just look at them and say, "You know, we're never going to have ham in the menu." <laughs> okay. That's rule number five: never, never have ham. Ham on Actually, the that's menu. Six. Oh, so. is it six? <laughs> never going to have ham in the menu, David. I love it. And but how about this really cool? Never. <laughs> Let's do kurubuta pork. Let's okay. do a lamb rack. Let's funny. do. Oh yes. Anything. But ham. But ham. Chef, everybody, you are hysterical. Everybody has ham on the menu, I tell yeah, them. You We're gotta, not going to have ham. You've got to do something different. We've got to do something different. I mean, so I don't know if you weren't in last year, but last year for a, one of the breakfast buffets, we did uh, breakfast raviolis. So I don't know if it was Mother's mm. Day, if it I, was Easter. I think I did try that. The breakfast ravioli where we ended yes. up. Yes. We were rolling them out. We rolled oh them out. Oh, my God. Yes. On the, uh, out in the buffet. So oh so God. we're rolling the pasta dough out and striping it. We're striped the dough. We roll it out. We uh, take a spinach puree that has cheese and cream in it, and uh, it's all cooked off. And then we'll take an egg yolk, put it inside. Then we'll put the dough on top, and then we'll blanch them right off in front oh. of uh, in front of the guests out in the uh, in the buffet. 
So people that, are just blown away. Well, we had we had one little kid. He must have been five, four, five years old. Uh-oh. Oh, always a critic. No, he's just he's just mesmerized. Juan yes. was doing the station. This little kid's just looking like it. Oh, I'm like, sure. Oh my god! I, I never, you know, you're thinking a five year old kid. You have you have a daughter? Yes, you know, I do. Keeping attention, and the kids like they're here today, gone tomorrow. I mean, yes. it's like five seconds. Instant. This kid was just mesmerized. He was watching for uh, it's the second time around, like ten minutes at a time. He would just watch the whole process. And his mother came up to me. He said, uh, "Well." He goes to Italy every summer and visits his grandmother. No. He's in charge of rolling the pasta. Oh, my So he's just – this is just like being with grandma right oh, now. Oh, so, great so story. It was, just, it was just so cool to watch this little kid. I had a little video of this kid just oh. sitting there, you, could, you know, up at the table like this watching. Juan. With those big eyes. Yeah, just, just build this thing, not moving. So it was pretty So cool. food to you is oh. also about the experience then. Well, we want to yeah. make sure that if you're – if you're going to come to our buffet, you come to our buffet because it ain't going to be like anybody else's. I I'd want it to be dramatically different. Yes, yes. we're going to have eggs. We're going to have omelets. Uh, that's a staple thing. Okay, we're going to have eggs Benedict on the on these breakfast buffets. Everything else we change up pretty much every year. We have it, it, we'll have a Caesar salad. We'll have a tomato salad. We'll have uh, a cheese board. But we I mean we use cool cheeses. We use mm-hmm. good cheeses. Yeah. We don't buy. Uh, you know, it's not not like cute cheddar. Uh, cheddar <laughs> no, no, Swiss. no, no. And we got yeah. some cheddar and Swiss out of there course. for everybody. But uh, we're also going to have fromage d'Afrique. We're going to have mimbalette. Uh We'll have Humboldt fog. Uh, that elegance again. We're, ju- we're just going to try to get something unique because yeah. I don't uh. want you to come to our buffet and think, "Well, this is just like everyone else's." That that's our my challenge to myself and my cooks mm-hmm. and the sous chefs is like, no. I don't want to be like everyone else. I oh. want I want it to be different. That's awesome. I love it. I love it. Well, if you and again, definitely um get your um make reservations for these dinners or come by. Or just come like by. you said you can walk in and uh be just blown away. Hey, and by if you what guys don't know him, he's awesome. Oh yeah. He's, I mean, <laughs> tall, handsome. He's your typical chef fisherman. Yeah, yeah, just like Hi loves- Chef Yuri. No. <laughs> Listen, I'm not kidding. <laughs> This guy, if you go in there and ask to speak to the chef, he will come out of that kitchen, answer questions right there, chef. Go yeah, to, right to if, the if table. I, if I'm not there, Phil's there. You know, chef David. uh, David's there. We have you know, a great team. We have a great team. Yes. We have a great team up and down. Yeah. Uh, everyone's real friendly. It's uh, you They know, like to connect with their customers. Yeah, I think it's important. It's important to connect. I mean, making yeah. sure that they feel like they can talk to somebody and, and and have any questions. I love answering questions and give you ideas, huh? Because sometimes it's that feedback. Uh, it's, right? it's feedback. <laughs> yes, uh, a theme. I, like, hey, chef, could you please have some ham? No, no. <laughs> no. You know, you know who Chuck Jones is? Uh, Chuck yeah, Jones, the, the yeah. artist. Yeah, artist. Right. Yeah. Okay. So he asked go, you for ham. If you if you go in my office, you'll see okay. you'll see a uh, drawing uh-huh. of Bugs Bunny uh-huh. and uh, Chuck Jones. Drew it for me. Oh, no. He used to really? come in the Four Seasons, and when he won his Lifetime Achievement Academy, uh, the, the maitre d' called him up and said, listen, if you bring the, we bring the Academy Award uh, that you have, throw it on the, you know, set it in the middle of the table, buy, you know, we'll buy you dinner. Chef Mark will make you a custom Aww. dinner. And so, so that's what he did. So then after dinner, he draws me this thing. It says uh, uh, flambe a la carrot, 
you know, and, and it has oh, a chef. It has room. Bugs Bunny as yeah. a chef with two Oh, my two hats God. Up. I well, need a picture of that on my Instagram. <laughs> it, it's, it's in my office. It's hanging in the office. It's one of the, the cool things. Okay, tomorrow, I'll everybody going to be his yeah. office. So, <laughs> Anybody want to join me? <laughs> so, so feedback, feedback from yeah. his wife. You know, we had, you know, uh-huh. it's, it's the first time in my life I'm at the Four Seasons. Now, all of a sudden, they're saying, okay, you've got to have a vegetarian. Mm-hmm. you got to have a pasta. you got to have something. I got to have all these things in the menu. Seriously, mm-hmm. really to please all these guests? Can they just eat the regular menu? You know, so they have vegetarian. Really? Uh, so, sort of is like there a, such thing? It, it, especially back then, it wasn't really that hot. But now it's not uh-huh. hot and heavy. Uh-huh. Uh, so, so all of a sudden, I'm like, okay, well, I got to make vegetarian. I got to make it cool. I don't want it to be, you know, just sort of like fly, I like I really think I don't want it to be like everyone else is so really so we're going to put pasta and vegetables together. That, that's so boring. That's so easy. You know, we're going to just take. Take the hard way. We're gonna we're gonna make a we're gonna make a pasta. We're gonna stuff it with something. You know, I, I make pasta dough for years, so that's cool. So I made a, a goat cheese and artichoke and caramelized onion ravioli. That was the f- first veg- one of the vegetarian dishes I did, and I gave it out to Chuck Jones's wife. She had it, and she just said to me, "You know, it, it tastes great." She says, "But it's it needs some color and everything." And yeah, it does need some color. She goes, "Why don't you stripe the dough?" And I mm. thought. Oh, that's a great idea. Let's stripe the dough. <gasps> so, so all of a sudden, I started striping doughs. You know, it was one of the you know twenty whatever years ago. I started striping doughs, but just because, just like you said, customer feedback. Feedback. I, you can't be you can't yeah. be so proud that you can't listen when somebody says something. So if I hear a complaint, um, I'll I'll take I'll go in the back and I'll eat it. I'll double check is is it is it something that we've done wrong. You know, or is the guest, you know, yeah, you know, they just can't please that person. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll try it. I mean, I, I'm not going to eat off their plate. You know, you got to draw the line somewhere. That's definitely where I draw the yeah. line. I don't care what it, what they say if it's. Man, I but that. That, I think it's that <laughs> attitude that's kept you there and going. It's that always wanting to improve, wanting to get better, getting feedback and being OK with that, because it, it's so easy to just be stuck in your world. Like, oh, I'm like. It's me or no way, but no, you got to adjust. You got to adjust. You got to keep changing. You got to keep evolving. You got to listen. You got to listen. If it's if it's not working, don't force it. You know, maybe Hmm. maybe something will work later. Maybe you'll use this another time. You know, I I I remember the first time I was I uh, ended up to make another vegetarian dish. It was this uh, glazed carrot. With uh, pearl onions, and I glazed all these carrots, and then I took carrot juice, and I reduced the carrot juice, and I put gelatin in it, and I made this terrine, and I made this uh, whole wheat dough, and I put and I put it in a terrine with this whole wheat dough, and oh, to me it was so delicious, <laughs> and and I put it with pumpkin seed oil and, and aged balsamic, and I thought, oh my god, this I can eat this all day, you know. We put it on the menu, and it and it was a dud, and never moved anywhere, Aww. and and that, this is one of the things in the menu, yeah. and you think, okay, well, no big deal, you know. Somewhere, somewhere else, you'll use this in the future. You know, you know the combination. Oh, you'll take this ingredient. You'll add this. The other carrots one. and stuff all work. Well, that happened to be uh, the winner two years ago. Oh, the see, wine festival. <laughs> see what I mean? It was a dud, and then it was a. Winner. And then it was the winner. That's a great story. You know, so so it, I you, love that. So you, just because it doesn't work the first time. Maybe you just got to play around yes. with it to make it work. So I mean, we I you know I, to, I made a totally different dish, but the the flavors right. were inspired yeah. from. 20 years ago. Oh my God. You know, that, that, that was a, something I made 20 years ago, t- totally different, but it still had carrots in it, pumpkin seed oil. Yeah. The onions. 
onions. And it wasn't so much the onions in this one, uh, but the pumpkin seed oil and uh, which was the main ingredients those in your mind. Yeah, those were, were the, the three things that and, you and, wanted and to work with. And fresh parsley. I mean, I I, I love. You know, I'm very unique. Probably, I I like. Parsley, I think it's a it's it refreshes, it cleans the mouth. A lot of people, it's disgusting and things like that. I think that's a it's a, it cleans the mouth out and cleans the palate. It's, it's refreshing, mm-hmm. and it it cleans things out. So it's a good it's a good use of the herb. Wow, <laughs> nice. Well, sure. again, Chef, what a pleasure having you here with us today. I mean, we could go. On and on and on and on. Sorry about that. We got to have you come on and back on and to on and on and on because I mean crab. your knowledge. I mean your experiences are just over the top. I mean we could just go on. Yeah. And uh, but um, we're going to call it a day today. But we will be back with Chef Mark yeah. for more. Thank uh, you. But um, Thank you. yes, and definitely go to the dinner. Don't miss it. Starts March twenty eighth through April second. And uh, stay tuned for our next yeah. episode. And if you and- want. Ask for the chef, Chef Mark. Yeah, he's yeah, gonna he's come asking. and say hi and tell take you all about it. Take a picture. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, get a picture. Get him, get him. Answer all your questions. and ask him for ham for the next. Oh no, don't no. Oh no. <laughs> can someone ask him for ham? Tell well, us you one can... more roll before we leave. Oh, did it? Did you? Which did you hear the? Uh, so what did I say? Uh, trust no one. Oh, trust no one. Oh, that's oh, his favorite. That, that's Ooh, his favorite. That's one of the favorites. <laughs> trust no one. Trust no one's really uh, telling the cooks to say. Trust no one because it's your job. Ah, again. You've got to be taken care of it. If you're trusting someone else, then mm. you're trusting them with your job. So you can't do that. You trust no one. I'm glad you explained that. That's I was really worried. The, the trust no one. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I'll have a great day. Oh, okay, we're thanks. good? Are we done? Oh, well, oh, not we really. We can keep going. No, we're we're are we still live? Oh, hey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did Mark, you guys you're get fabulous. That? No, he is. Yeah. Awesome, chef. I could go on forever. The Specialty Produce app is the world's number one handheld resource on produce. The app features photographs, recipes, geography and history, taste and culinary applications on over 1,900 produce items. From apples to zapote, we've got your produce questions answered. Our app is available for both iPhone and Android. Download our app for free today.